0: hello everybody and welcome to mixed reviews podcast we are here for our year-end review or the first episode welcome back it is now 2022 but we want to take a moment to talk about 2021
1: yes it was quite a year oh my quite a big year we started a podcast.
0: We did start a podcast, <laughs> which has gone just as far as I expected it to. Hey, look, at
1: uh, we're still hoping. We, we still got episodes ready. They just need to come out.
0: You know, honestly, when we started this podcast, I expected us to record a couple episodes and then they would just sit in a drive. And it would just be yeah. a thing that like when I die, you would play it at my funeral. Or like if you die, I would play and it. People and be would like,
1: be like, this is awful. The audio is <laughs> mixed terribly. And you'd be like, yeah, sorry, I didn't I didn't fix it. I did. <laughs>
0: i never thought we would actually make it to the internet but here we and are. have people
1: who watch it yeah here yeah. we are all four of you guys all thanks so much we, and we i'm really really sorry i know it's just absolutely ruined your holidays that we haven't been here for the past few weeks <laughs> but rest assured if i still hope
0: if i didn't exist in someone hol- someone's holidays i would be much happier you're like thank god that bitch is dead how do, I, how do I
1: control Z myself out of someone's Christmas? Oh, my God. <laughs> I would
0: love. That. So, yes,
1: this is our, our year in review. So this is like kind of a mixed bag of conversations. We're going to talk about movies that came out this year that we saw, like new movies, mm-hmm. movies that I guess weren't new movies that we saw this year. And then we guess we can look at other episodes that we did of the podcast and see if there's any of those. If there's anything you missed. We, we can and circle see, back to <laughs> you. Yeah, we circle back to be like, oh, by the way.
0: By the way, I have another note about Tom Cruise's purse gun.
1: By Uh, the way, the jacket in the Phantom of the Opera is Terry's jacket from (laughs) Tomb Raider 2. There's a mixed reviews deep cut in the cinematic universe. Just FYI. We did not say that on camera. Now it's out there.
0: We did say it. instead. There's an interview of Gerard Butler interviewing for Phantom of the Opera, and he is totally wearing the jacket from Tomb Raider 2 in the Phantom of the Opera interview and i love it he stole that fucking jacket he's like this is yeah nice. i know that's
1: what i'm saying there's a there's a cinematic universe there it's wonderful
0: would you where uh, would you like to start would you like to start with the movies that we haven't done on the podcast but we did see throughout the year
1: oh yeah sure yeah is there anything okay yeah do you want to start with new movies or just stuff Let, so i know you didn't see that many new movies this year
0: so i was able to log 23 which i think is is it does not compete with yours and I have definitely seen more than 23 movies. I just have the brain of a goldfish and could not remember them all in a single afternoon. Um, so I'll try to be more diligent for 2022 as I watch movies to log them. Um, oh, we're
1: using Letterboxd, by the way, if no one can tell. This is obviously not sponsored by Letterboxd. If it could be, that would be so cool. I love this app. But gonna we're going to be. It's funny
0: now that you mentioned Yeah, it. now they're going
1: to be like, well, we're suing you. you. Now we have to go through and censor out every time I said i'm gonna censor it out now sasha
0: loves that, that's locks. what i'm using
1: just because i have i have like it's a good way to track your movies and i have lists of the movies from this year that i ranked so it's a good way for me to go back and be like oh this is this is where it is this is where my movies are that's what i thought of that
0: sasha as an a personality virgo it <laughs> was immediately made just for sasha
1: yeah it really was it's my favorite social media app
0: i think it's fine it, it, it's <laughs> whatever <laughs> It's better than fucking Facebook.
1: It's true. Hey, I don't go on TikTok. Give me Letterboxd. All right, leave me be.
0: I'll fuck with a TikTok.
1: Um. Okay. So yeah, what do you, what are we what are we going into?
0: Um. So I think we should start with the movies we have on our lists. What What is the one on your list that you really want to talk about that we didn't talk about on the podcast that you wanna? You're I mean, we, there's
1: I would I mean no this the I, I want to talk about all these movies. Because I think they're all awesome. Like, I think the tail end of this year, that of movies that came out, because basically, come August, I was only watching movies that were released this year. Okay. Where, like For the beginning of the year, I was kind of sprinkling out, like, watching movies that are older or, like, stuff like that from different years that I haven't seen before, and mm-hmm. then also trying to see the new stuff that's coming out. Yeah, as soon as, like, August or September hit. It was basically only just new movies, just because so much stuff came out at the end of this year. And it was all really good.
0: Let's focus on just 2021, then, for right now, what came out this year. Because I don't have too many movies that came out this year. I mainly went back in time this year, and that's what I watched. Oh, yeah.
1: No, yeah, this was a great year. Um, Obviously, I talked about Titan a lot. That was probably my favorite movie of the year. Yes, one you told me to see. Yeah, yeah, that you didn't like, which is fine. It's not but that I they think... didn't like
0: it, I just had a bad time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, no, I saw that four times in the theaters. Oh my god. <laughs> and, the, and the audience reaction was the same every single time. And it was awesome um West Side Story just came out this past
0: month how how was it? I want your genuine review on West Side Story can you give it to me see the problem is
1: the problem is West Side Story I can never not be biased about it I loved the I love the original it's like one of the first movies I've ever seen ever I'm I'm pretty sure America is the first song I ever learned how to sing okay because my mom would always sing it to me so I was like there's no way that I would not like this movie but I was like let's just hope they don't fuck it up yeah I think they did a really good job for how convoluted West Side Story already is as a premise, mm-hmm. and how you know Steven Spielberg directing West Side Story is already kind of sketchy. How Spielbergy does it feel? Uh, okay, it's it feels Spielbergy, but in a really good way. Kind of like an old Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It takes place in like like the '50s, '60s. Yeah. I yeah. mean, everybody that I've seen it with who's like stayed up with Spielberg, I said this is like his best movie in years, like by far.
0: Yeah. Better than War of the Worlds.
1: Um, uh, I mean it's West Side Story, so I'm gonna say yeah. It's it's my second movie of the year, so it's, I mean it's better than most things in my opinion. <laughs> War but of the
0: Worlds is the only Spielberg movie.
1: It's a very it's a very pretty. And he uses a lot of Spielberg tropes. Like there's a really cool shot that's like a reflection of somebody in a puddle, but then it like tilts up to the person like singing, and then they go into the puddle, and then like the light reflects off the puddle. It's just really really cool shot. And it's like it's it's a very Spielberg-esque shot, but I haven't seen it done and used in that kind of context. And I was like, well, he still has some like cool ideas that he's still whipping out. So that was pretty dope.
0: How many? I'm not sure if this is the correct term, but how many tracking zooms do you, do? you know where the camera is like still moving oh, and gosh. zooming Have at the you same seen, time?
1: You haven't seen the original West Side Story, so. Like, if you, if you see the original West Side Story, it's almost all tracking Dolly. Like, it won the Oscar for cinematography in 1961. Because it was so tracking like dolly. All, it's all big wide shots, big push-ins, like, craning shots through. So, it's such a Spielberg-esque shot. Nice. There's one shot that I actually did think of World of the Worlds where they're, like, walking through the slums. And it's it reminds me of, like, that, that shot when Tom Cruise is walking through, like, the devastation outside of, like, his, his house. house. And the planes. And they find the plane. Nice. It looks a lot like that. Nice.
0: I'll have to watch that one. I liked it. Any others you got on your list?
1: Uh, I mean, do you want to go back and forth? Because, I mean, yeah, yeah, I have a bunch.
0: Let's go back and forth. So, for 2021, uh, this one, I don't know if I can talk. Are you okay with me talking about this? Because uh, this is the most recent one that I saw. It was Spider-Man No Way, no Way Home. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Okay. Um, I, I have- don't I don't
1: think people realize how, like, mo- I mean, I'm going to go see it, but I genuinely, I don't care about spoilers. I don't care if it's good. I don't care if it's bad. I literally just, I'm just going to go see because it it's a Spider-Man movie.
0: Yes. Uh. I, I, I am fine. My, Sasha and I have talked about this. We're not the biggest Marvel fans. We're definitely not there waiting for Marvel to spit on us. I am so a Spider-Man
1: fan. I just want to praise, say that. I gotta I gotta say that.
0: Sasha likes Spider-Man. I, I am indifferent to all superheroes. I, I like a good story. That's my only criteria. I could care less who it is. Um, I went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home um, mainly because I'm like, I want to see old ass Tobey Maguire and Alfred Molina. I want Because Tobey Maguire has been retired since he was like 25. He showed up to every movie after he was 25 with a retired attitude. He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I just want to play poker and be mean to people. That's <laughs> all he wanted to do for the rest of his life. Um, and then I, I'm a big Alfred Molina fan because I find him absolutely hysterical. So the only reason I went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home is because Stars has a stronghold lock on it where you can't even rent the movie. You have to buy it to be able to watch any of the Spider-Man films. So I had to go see this. I have a bone to pick with literally everyone why does this movie have a nine out of ten on IMDB? <laughs> okay? There is no reason. I'm sorry, if we're gonna shit. On I just Legend want of- I just
1: want everybody to know, I know you know this. This was my this was my first experience with the Marvel film. Like the first time I ever saw one in theaters, I was like, okay what is the thing though why are people what happened like what broke in the universe for these people where it just like blew their fucking heads off of their bodies i'm glad i'm glad to see somebody else also experiencing it and being like where is this coming from
0: and i've had this experience with marvel since the beginning i think the first iron man is really really good and i feel like everybody had a consensus where like this is a good movie and then something happened where everybody drank the same kool-aid except for like me you and some select other people Who are like, why?
1: Everybody at the Cannes Film
0: Festival. Like, (laughs) is the Marvel dick that good that you have to have it? I don't understand. Everybody loves Marvel films and specifically the Spider-Man No Way Home, which which is, like- I just
1: find is so funny because it's like I feel like I used to like Spider-Man because obviously Spider-Man movies have been around for a bit, but I just thought he was a cool hero. Like he doesn't fly or anything. He likes zip I like the way he looks and like he zips around yeah. and his like mannerisms Reclude. are cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like I was like, oh, they're wow, they're gonna do a whole Marvel universe and like no Spider-Man. I was yeah. like, that's really disappointing for me because that's the only one and then and then now it's like,
0: oh my gosh, Spider-Man's
1: the craziest super- superhero of all time
0: yes which and all of
1: them are trending on every every social media all of them
0: and the so the one thing i do like about marvel is i really like the business side of it i love hearing the drama about the rights to these characters that's the only thing that i find interesting about keeps me up at night
1: yeah scarlett johansson lawsuits i find
0: it absolutely fascinating um so it was cool seeing the progression of them slowly trying to like inch spider-man in there without crossing any contracts yeah Um, but specifically with the Spider-Man No Way Home, I am sorry, why do we shit on Legend of Korra for being such a fucko main character that causes all of the problems, and we're not doing the same thing for Spider-Man, who has had one, two, three, four movies to grow and create an arc as a character, but is still making rookie mistakes in his fifth film. This is, the mistakes he makes in this film should have been made in his first movie. Well, yeah. There's no excuse for any of his behavior. I don't. I don't know why everybody's like he's just a kid. <laughs> he fought Thanos. Okay, you're not yeah. a kid when you fight Thanos. <laughs> I I find this. I find the plot of this movie horrible. I think. It's- I also.
1: I also the idea of like Spider-Man being like that ditzy, awkward kind of like how I how like Ezra Miller's The Flash was. I don't know if maybe that's how comic book spider-man was but i get it got kind of tiring with tom holland after a bit like it was kind of cute for the first movie yeah but like after the second movie it's like no dude like you're you're spider-man now you, <laughs> like
0: you've been go, doing go this be for Spider-Man. a while yeah <laughs> yeah
1: like uh, adapt grow up a little bit that's kind of the point but like, i mean like, it's not the point actually because <laughs> these movies are just existing to make money
0: yeah and that's my issue with this is like spider-man is like yeah kind of a ditzy like he's a fun guy but like he's smart he he Knows what he's doing One of the theories is that He's never punching people As hard as he can Because he's got too much strength They'll fucking kill him yeah, yeah Like he's obviously a smart dude And he's still making mistakes I don't know why this movie Is as high rated as that as it is yes you do yes
1: you do, well, it's, the do... it's the okay, fans the yeah, fans
0: i do i but you know what i'm saying like yeah there's yeah. no reason it should be is it a is it a good movie it's fine i had i had a nice time um yeah. i don't like how suddenly everybody's like we love andrew garfield amazing spider-man no you <laughs> didn't you can't i
1: do want everybody to know it, and it's still up on my wall in my bedroom back in michigan is an amazing spider-man 2 poster i am not bullshitting <laughs> Not that I really liked that movie, I just wanted a Spider-Man poster and that was the one that was out.
0: I really like The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think it has some really incredible moments in it, but everybody was like, well, we don't talk about The Amazing Spider-Man. I don't, do I don't Spider-Man. really have
1: any feelings about it. I don't even really remember it, to be honest.
0: I really like it. Aunt May crying, oh, <laughs> breaks my fucking heart. She's like, you're my son. It's like, did no Aunt one May's tell? Aunt May's crying in every <laughs> But more specific. specifically, Sally Field's crying in Amazing Spider-Man 2. No one told Sally Field she's in a fucking Marvel film. She thought she was back in Forrest Gump going for the Oscars. She's like, I'm bringing the emotion to this i cried no,
1: I, I know we're working backwards a bit but there was like the meme where it was like film bros and like regular bros and it was like them holding hands and it said dune and it was like just waiting for spider-man no way home to come out to be the divide because <laughs> dune dune had us in some pretty good it had us on some pretty good equal ground for a little bit
0: yeah and um, now we got spider-man no way from home that really it, it weeded out the weaklings I'm not, I'm just sad.
1: I would much rather have conversations about like Red Rocket or West Side Story or Nightmare Alley. That's my only issue. I would I would just rather talk about those movies. Not even that they're that much. I mean, I haven't seen Spider Man, so I don't even know if they're that much better. I I just think they're more interesting conversations to see like what people would think about. So it's frustrating. that Everybody goes and sees these movies, and they all just say the same thing. They're either saying, "Oh, I love that it, it's great fan service," or "Oh, I I didn't understand why everybody loved this so much."
0: That, that that's the thing so when you when you get surrounded in a room with these people that love these Marvel films they won't even admit that it's fan service they suddenly that's jump true, into yeah. lingo that's that why not talk to them they're like this is the greatest movie of all time and I'm like are you are On you what actually, planet are you okay like are you genuine do you have Stockholm Syndrome from Marvel yeah like who hurt you like I, it, I would be fine if a Marvel film was like, I am just really excited to see the things I love. If that was a sentence that came out of any of these fans' mouths, I would give them all That'd a pass. That'd be great. But they refuse. They literally yeah. refuse. And heaven forbid you say anything where you're like, I didn't like this plot point. I thought this acting was bad. They will throw excuse or, like, made-up lore reason as to why it happens. They're like, well, in the comics, we have made it very clear that the cinematic universe and the comic universe are not connected in any way. They take inspiration. Yeah. They are not the same thing. Stop saying, uh, in the comics, it does this, I don't give a shit. I Pretend I'm illiterate. I don't care.
1: There's like, um, the, the good way to look at it, I mean, the way that I look at it and the way that I just kind of defer the situations is it's like, you can either consider them a movie, in which case you have to put them up to par with every other great movie and bad movie in history and rate it like it's a movie, Yeah. or you can rate it as a theme park ride, which... <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, it's fun. It's good. It's a good way to do it, but yeah. it is separate from the rest of actual cinema that exists for a purpose other than purely entertainment. Yes. So it, it's you can't really have your cake and eat it too. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like one of those things that rides the line. It's just so popular and it owns so much stuff. People think it rides the line. Yeah. But it's like no. These this isn't art films. Like yeah.
0: It's. <sighs> have you seen mouse hunt <coughs> like it cannot compare anyway um it's uh the whole my whole thing is it's it's the delusion of the marvel fans that honestly ruined this for me yeah. is it a is it a fun movie is yeah i had fun i andrew garfield is still the best actor in the entire marvel cinematic universe and they fucking wasted him but whatever um but that's it yeah, i had a nice time i think the plot is garbage there's some cool fights I don't know why it has a nine out of ten. I think it's gone down a little bit. It's like eight point nine out of ten, but I don't care. Well, I think people are actually watching it now. <laughs> it's it's too high. That's way too high of a rating. I'm pretty for this. sure
1: on like unlike on certain. I know. I think Rotten Tomatoes or something has it where they like had to lock movies. Because so many people before Marvel movies come out would just go and give it all full like 100% ratings over and over and over again. So that when people who
0: actually saw it were giving it ratings, it would keep the average higher. That is such a crazy cult mentality. That sounds like some Scientology bullshit. Like what the yeah. hell? It's Disney, bro. What do you what do you guys expect? This is all oh, That's what it's there for. This is absolutely nuts. Again, uh, I'm not as angry about Marvel as Sasha is, but like this one made me upset. I was like... <laughs> you e- say
1: that, but it was just 20 minutes. And I was just like i'm not even i that's the thing i'm not angry about it it's just not it's not good (laughs) yeah like it is i mean at this point it is what it is they're on film 31 i couldn't give a shit less that's fair that's fair um (laughs) all right i uh, had my rant sorry yeah no you're fine um well i'm upset i'm upset that you didn't see nightmare alley because that movie's fun it's pretty I interesting. And, I named um, my
0: cat after Guillermo del Toro, and then I don't go see his movie in the theater. And
1: I saw Guillermo del Toro at that movie.
0: Of which you did not send me enough snaps of his adorable he was face. Only,
1: he was only doing like an introduction, and I didn't... He was talking. I don't want to be that person who's just sitting with their phone out while Guillermo del Toro... Even well, though the entire theater was doing it. But. Yeah,
0: I would have. Jesus. Because
1: otherwise I'm not going to listen to what he's saying. I want to I enjoy the experience. I'm sorry. I don't want to live in my phone. I want to hashtag Look Up. Are we talking about that movie now? <laughs> I mean, we could. Oh my goodness, can I can I tell you my experience with Don't Look Up because Yeah, I,
0: I haven't heard your experience with it.
1: Oh yeah, so I decided to start watching it and then I fell asleep. And then I <laughs> <laughs> understandably so. I fell asleep like not even very far into it. But Then my cousin and I decided to watch it decided to watch it together because she had nothing to do and it was christmas and i was like yeah i'm just gonna watch this movie and she's like oh i'll I'll hop on and watch it with you and we watched it I, i was chuckling a little bit at the first the first like 30 minutes i was like this is pretty funny this is cool like this is a nice little satire i think i think i totally agree with what you were saying about jennifer lawrence for comedy because she's that perfect girl in comedy who like doesn't know like almost seems like she doesn't know that she's in a comedy. Yeah. And I think that that is like one of my favorite like tropes to play off of that I laugh at all the time. That's partly why I love Midsummer so much. Yeah. Is because it's just it's just Florence Pugh freaking the fuck out and not understanding what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. And then I don't remember what point we were at, but we just I felt like we've been watching it for a minute. And my cousin and I, she was like, oh, I kind of like want to go like take a nap or something. And I was like, no, I was like, we're almost done. We're almost through. And then I was she's like, are we? I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I checked it. It's like there's it an hour and 20 minutes. I it. We're not even I halfway it. through. I was like, what else is going to happen? What the fuck else is going to happen? You just sent Ron Perlman into space. What more? What more are you going to do?
0: That's the exact moment I checked the time, too. Uh, that's <sighs> bad this movie everybody's praising this movie as like such a clever satirical whatever and i'm just like we are it's the
1: seeds it's the seeds you take a bunch of very like liberal hollywood celebrities who are like been championed by people because they are i mean i feel like their views are probably pretty good and then you put them all on this fucking netflix movie about the pandemic and it's like people eat that shit up
0: yeah and, it, like, I found it personally insulting. I'm like, we are still doing this. I can, like, I, I, I don't mean to be Also, the person. fact that
1: it's, like, <laughs> Hollywood of all people. <laughs> that, yeah, that we're, like, like, you guys the, are the most f-
0: unaffected.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys are the last people who have actually, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, the industry's been hit, but it's like, oh, no, your $10 billion movie isn't gonna make $10 <laughs> billion dollars back? How terrifying. Yeah. I mean I guess uh, Jennifer Lawrence did get blown up on that set. I don't know. I don't really remember how. There weren't that many explosions. She got blown up? Yeah, in one of the scenes with Timothy Chalamet. Um, which who wasn't in it enough. Even though I mean I know he's not that great of an actor, but I just I just like him. He's cute.
0: He's fun. <laughs> it's because it looks like a gust of wind could blow him over. He's delicate. It really does. You wanna protect him. <laughs> He's just trying so hard, and I do you, just... I, do you think when the wind is blowing, he turns his face to the side so his cheekbone cuts the air? Oh, 100%. That's why they're so sharp. That's what He I keeps them
1: so sharp by, like, rotating them. That's why he's always doing that in pictures. He cuts you diamonds he's posing, with his posing, but he's actually just keeping his cheekbones sharp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was it's... in a
1: lot of fucking movies this year. <laughs> he
0: was. He had, a, he had a good year.
1: Yeah.
0: He had a very yeah, good year. Yeah, he had a good
1: year. <laughs> Tilda Swinton had a good year, I feel like. She was in some stuff. She was. She's in. She's in something that hasn't come out yet. But she was in French Dispatch. I'm pretty sure she should have been in Dune. She should have been the she, mother. You know, Ellen. if anybody should have been
0: in Dune, it was Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. <laughs> should have been a
1: fucking Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Petition to add Tilda Swinton to Dune too. Just
0: cg her in. She can be the Baron. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, she'd be a great Baron. She'd be really good at she'd it. Be, Dude,
1: that's, they should have gender flipped the Baron. That would have been badass. Or
0: fuck it, have her play a man. Like who, Tilda Swinton can do it all. Yeah, is, like, she who gives can. She can.
1: But Tilda Swinton has a
0: galactic she witch. Ooh. In a Denis Villeneuve flick. I'd you know, I'm down. shocked she hasn't been in it. That that's that's like his type of actor is Tilda Swinton.
1: Yeah, you know what? I feel like that she's gonna be in. She's gonna be in like if he ever does like another Prisoners esque movie. I feel like that'd be interesting. I would love to see her and Jake and a Denis Flick. Ooh, yeah. Because they're, they're crazies in a movie together is a little bit much.
0: <laughs> I would, I would, lo- I need, we need more Jake Gyllenhaal Hall films. We definitely do. We're getting Ambulance. Oh, yes. In, I feel like sorry for February that. And, and I was about, yes, we can't started... talk about it cackling in the middle i was the oh the art theater was completely silent like no one was talking during no way home there weren't even woos but at the beginning you hear my fucking witch cackle as soon as <laughs> i see ambulance, ambulance. but it's ambu la sance and i am just dying i am laughing i'm wheezing so to the pipe where good. mike my buddy left he's like i'm getting water i can't sit next to you
1: <laughs> so good I mean, to be fair, uh, more, more there's there were a lot of uh, for being a pandemic. Theaters were open this year, so I guess I don't feel that bad. I had so many funny theater experiences. Speaking of that, like first off, I love going to AMC theaters because you can tell everybody else in Los Angeles also only goes to AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. So we all cheer for the Nicole Kidman ad. <laughs> everybody, everybody does. And anytime they talk about AMC, there's always just somebody's like, "Yeah, AMC!" <laughs> and then there's always, and because like the theaters are always so packed, you always get those people who don't know what the fuck they signed up for. <laughs> like the guy who gasped through the entirety of Lamb. It's like, what did you expect it to be? You knew it was gonna be half Lamb, half kid, <laughs> but this man was so floored. <laughs>
0: We' was the woman
1: who was just offended by Titan.
0: <laughs> we don't have those experiences here in michigan Because nobody goes to
1: see him yeah no the man in front of the man next to me in house of gucci who bought me a, a box of popcorn and then proceeded to fall face first <laughs> over the balcony in front of me thank god that movie was fucking awful i guess we could put this on on the list if you haven't seen house of gucci don't see it it sucks
0: <laughs> yeah no that's what everybody everybody's like. Why was this made?
1: If you if you want to see a di- like a, a artsy film about a divorce that came out this is year, I hate artsy? to plug it. No, but like that's what that's what I feel like that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it thinks that it is. If you're gonna see a movie that thinks that it's artsy and about a white person divorce, just go see Spencer because it's actually good. <laughs> Like,
0: I, th- I wanted to see Spencer. Give me. So should I watch Spencer? Should I write? I think it? you
1: should. Yeah, and I, and that's coming from somebody who I saw it in theaters in New York. I was adamantly against seeing this movie. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I like deliberately. I almost got to the point where I like posted something angry about this movie. That's how tired of seeing it I was. So that that's what I'm saying. Don't think that my mind can't change because I was like everybody was like Spencer's so good, man. Spencer-. And I was like, ah, I don't, I don't really think it's gonna be that good. But I'm like, okay, and it's pretty good. It's pretty it's pre- good. It was, it was way better than I expected. It's very watchable. I think. I mean, if you like Kristen Stewart, you'll love it. I love, um, I love biopics. Oh, I almost forgot. it kind of honestly. I think it's kind of like. I obviously I still haven't seen it either, but like the father with Kristen Stewart in it.
0: <laughs> the father?
1: Yeah, the movie The Father with Anthony Hopkins. Kristen
0: Stewart. I feel Stewart like it probably it? is
1: something like no, but I feel like that's probably something that it's like you would like that's similar to it.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, yes. I in the way that it's which, like an
1: artsy, sad, like yeah.
0: melodrama that like, nothing love- really
1: happens, but it's just.
0: I love that. I eat that shit for breakfast. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, I did see The Father this year, um, and I love The Father. If you haven't seen The Father, go see The Father. I give that a very high rating.
1: Go see it when yeah. it came out in 2020.
0: Oh, it was 2020. Disregard. I apologize. I thought I could have sworn won the, it was I, this year. I think he won
1: the Oscar for Best Actor.
0: He did. Shit. Yeah, he oh. did.
1: Yeah. No, you're good. My bad.
0: My bad. I could have sworn that was this year. Uh, one movie that I did watch that did come out this year that is a biopic is I watched Being the Ricardos um which is a movie um written and directed by um aaron sorkin Um, okay and it is about lucille ball and when she was accused of being a communist oh um, yeah yeah the nicole Kidman during one one of her tapings um nicole kidman plays lucille lucille ball um so uh, our amc queen nicole kidman she honestly does a good job i'm I'm not a nicole kidman fan
1: we make movies better
0: she she did a really really good job um, and the whole reason I watched this is because Desi Arnaz is kind of like the resident Cuban um, you know he's the Cuban that like made it into Hollywood you know there's a lot of respect for him in the Cuban community because he's he's all we have pretty much he's we got all we him have. and Camila Cabello and that's basically it and Bianca Del Rio the ba- drag queen <laughs> we got nothing but I went to go see it because I wanted to see how Javier Barden's Cuban accent was. Um, when he's speaking, it is very much a Spaniard speaking English, because um, Javier Bardem is Spanish. But he does make an attempt to change his dialect in Spanish in the brief times that he does speak it to a Cuban dialect, which I very much appreciated. He looks nothing like a Cuban man, <laughs> um, but he did a very good job as Desi Arnaz.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Overall, overall was a good film. A little convoluted. Uh, the plot. Would is you a give little- it on one <coughs> out of five? <sighs> I don't think I've rated it on oh. yet because I honestly just forgot about it until now. But I would give it a a three and a half out of five. That's what it sounds like it would be. Okay, I had a very right nice. Down,
1: right one. We already did a whole episode on Dune. We did. Oh, I mean, we could talk about Pig. We saw that together. We saw oh. Pig and Malignant together.
0: We did. Oh my <laughs> god! I don't have those on. <laughs> uh, so we saw Pig. What do you say about Pig?
1: Okay, so this is what I'm. This is what I'm gathering from hearing. You know, down the vine tree. I feel like. I personally lost a lot of my enjoyment of Pig for not for first off watching an <laughs> version of it that dropped frames. Oh. <laughs> and also for not seeing it in a movie theater. Because okay. I feel like I feel like that movie for me was probably something I probably should have been like locked into the zone for. Mm-hmm. So otherwise I just like and I'm sure honestly maybe it just sped up my my opinion of it to being, like, where I watched on the second movie. Because so I feel like this was just, like, kind of unspectacular. It was, it was, everybody did a good job. It was yeah. one of those movies. It's like, everybody did a good job. What do you want me to say? It wasn't Fair. too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, the metaphor I, I fe- worked.
0: I felt, I felt very bored. I didn't, it could be that I just didn't like the message. I didn't like the tone of everything. And... It just felt like a nothing movie. A nothing movie pretending to be something more than it was. Overall, did I have a nice time? Yeah. But, you know, it was was quiet. It it felt like ambient music. It's an ambient film.
1: It really was, and I feel like if it hadn't been a Nicolas Nicolas Cage movie called Pig about him searching for a truffle pig, I don't think it ever would have even gotten made. Yeah. Like, I don't think it would have worked. I don't think anybody would have liked it. Yeah. Um,
0: Um. Do we want to talk about Malignant? (laughs) i don't know <laughs> malignant malignant's great <laughs> what number is malignant on my list it's it's like
1: honestly because of how much fun especially when we watched it oh my had, god it's it's actually it's up it's above it's right above don't look up it's... which is two movies above house of gucci so that tells you
0: malignant is best with friends do not watch it alone
1: <laughs> oh yeah don't watch malignant and don't watch it if you're expecting something scary
0: <laughs> Well, no, hold on. I watched it alone first. I had seen it before you guys. Yeah. I was like, you have to watch. I had a blast by myself, but I'm my own best friend. So yeah. I is, I expected no less.
1: The problem is, the problem is, it's like when you watch a movie like that by yourself, it's just like awkward to like get up and like go take a bathroom break because then you have to like look at yourself in the mirror and be like. Here we go. We're gonna go back into it. Oh, I, I You and me, you and me, baby, going back into malignant together.
0: I talked to myself. I, I go to the bathroom. I wash my hands. I look in the mirror. I'm like, "Do you see that fucking shit out there?" And myself is like, "Yeah, I fucking saw that shit oh, out there. Fuck. That bitch is ketamine. on backwards. That's nuts." <laughs> and I come back just as amped. Yeah, Gary's sitting there trying to eat the cords. It's <laughs> Wonderful. Great time.
1: Malignant is is the reason why I will continue to see James Wan movies.
0: I mean, they just never disappoint.
1: Far. They're always so, so stupid, but I can just keep talking about them and laughing at them and having a yeah. good time. And it's almost it almost makes me mad at him because I don't really think he's that capable of a filmmaker. Like clearly from all of his movies. <laughs> he's lacking in a few a few a departments. Few. Just a I think few. all of them. All of them.
0: I think the only thing he's got down is colouring. I like the colouring of his movies. That's about it. Fair, uh, fair another 2021 movie i watched is the guilty i watched the oh guilty yeah i didn't jake.
1: watch it i'm mad i need to watch that maybe this year this this, bleh, this week um yeah, like three more days
0: i promised i wouldn't read my writing but apparently i gave it a not so cringy r- written r- review um okay. for the guilty i wrote it's jake tillenhall that's why we're all here it's a movie of just him is the plot good no is he duh
1: yeah fair that's that's it is he just in the call center the whole time or yeah. does he like go on okay <laughs> i saw like okay so i saw like the first 20 minutes of it while i was cooking because my roommate started watching it and i liked the way it looked like the very light it's like a very crispy like blue red yeah
0: yeah
1: um and i like liked police that. sirens yeah, basically, and there's like with like the slight little lens flares behind them. I mean, I know, and I know that that's like the, that's probably why I like Michael Bay movies too, because he does that same shit. Yeah, that like the the red blue, and I just I don't know. I grew up liking movies a lot like America. that. I feel like it looks it. Lo- I mean, it looks good on camera because blue works really well with like dark contrast, but you can still yeah. pull a lot of light out of blue, so it's yeah. a really good color to work with. And it's my favorite color. So, of course, I'm always like, oh, yeah, blue. Let's fucking
0: go. This, the thing that this movie, so the whole plot follows like a woman who he's talking to that he's trying to rescue, but it finds out she's the problem. Spoilers for this shitty fucking American Oh, I assume
1: that this whole episode, I guess we should have just been like, yeah, there's going to be spoilers. If you haven't seen any of these movies, well, hopefully you won't. <laughs> who gives a no shit? That's us? last year's problem.
0: Um,. But the, the woman is actually the person that's, like, doing all the harm, and it's the husband that he actually needs to rescue, and the movie's titled The Guilty. And, like, you're following that, and you're realizing who the guilty is, and then there's a tag-on at the end that, like, briefly talks about police brutality. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, we There's need to figure it's, out. Okay, it's and this—that's what they slide card. Sorry, I let you go. They, they put a slide card at the end. They're like, it's, it's "X amount of people have died to police brutality." Blah blah blah. Like, it's 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 not something like that, but it's very like what the fuck. Like, first of all, duh. But also, like, <laughs> why here? Like, no. Um,
1: that's something I was gonna say. That's gotta be. That's such a thing. They probably. It's the fucked up thing. They probably did it based off of everything that happened last year. Because I noticed that with um Candyman that came out this year too. There was, like, there was, I'm pretty sure there was, like, a card at the end that's, like, this many, like, black people are killed by policemen. And, like, the whole twist of the Candyman spoilers is, like, it's, like, Candyman's everybody. It's every time you, like, frame a black person or think a black person's bad, like, that. And it's, like, the movie does not make you think that it's that at all. Like, the movie is not pointing towards that. It's dropping very few hints, but, like, the ending sequence is, like, the Candyman killing a cop. And then it's like a police brutality card, and I was like, "Wait, we need to, we need to backpedal and reassess when it is appropriate and effective to talk about police brutality, because that's not something I always <laughs> want to be thinking about." Uh,
0: I'm, I'm glad you're finally taking notice, Hollywood. But maybe plan ahead before you right, start doing right. this, and just stop peppering like it in and who being like, "Got to do the assignment," like they just. They showed Also, up. like, and
1: I know so many people have done, like, video essays on it, but, like, when you bring in the premise of police brutality to somebody who's about to watch a movie that is in some way affected by, you know, police governing, yeah. it changes their entire perception of the movie. Like, there have been so many people who have been, like, going back on movies and being like, oh, all your favorite TV shows are, like, you know, encouraging police brutality. And you ever think about it, because yeah. that's not what you're thinking about when you go into a movie.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's,
1: like... It, is that what you want people to take away like really think about that before you go like i'm gonna put a fucking police brutality fat card is that really yes. what you want to pin your entire movie behind because that's what's gonna happen
0: when it's very clear that wasn't the intention to be yeah with, because like, then that's you not just something people are just
1: gonna notice you just didn't fucking add jesus
0: but yeah there's a little ti- title card at the end and then it rolls credits and it's like oh great okay
1: loving all of the movies that just have a title card and roll credits
0: jake gyllenhaal we don't blame you Nobody yeah honestly
1: yeah jake also i did not see the taylor swift movie about you yet and it doesn't matter because i'm gonna be on jake gyllenhaal's side no matter what
0: there's a taylor swift movie about jake gyllenhaal. i told you that's her
1: her whole oh, 15 that's right minutes. it's about jake gyllenhaal and dylan o'brien plays him
0: nobody cares nobody yeah. cares jake or taylor swift you've dated like eighty thousand men okay and you're mad about jake gyllenhaal that's the yeah, one y- you're angry yeah, about right.
1: okay that's what i'm fucking saying out of everybody i mean maybe he's i don't know i don't want to get into it but just i'm just saying um, what else I guess we since think? we're, we're talking Jake Gyllenhaal and he's our boy, our first Jake Gyllenhaal movie was Prisoners. Do you want to talk about Reminiscence?
0: <laughs> I didn't make it through that fucking movie. <laughs> I couldn't make it through it. I don't know what it was. It I felt watched like it a on a plane report. and I almost
1: didn't make it through it. <laughs> I, I didn't have anywhere else to go. And I still like turned it
0: off for a bit and just looked out the window. I watched it waiting to film one of our podcasts. I forget which <laughs> one it was. But like I was waiting on you because I'm three hours ahead and I was like, I'll watch Reminiscence. And it just feels like Lazy Man's Minority Report. That's just like sucking um, like noir film dick. I was about dick. to say, if you're going to see a movie this year that's just
1: jerking off noir, oh, just go see Nightmare Alley because it's actually good. Oh, like Nightmare Alley is so noir. But like, that's the point. And it's good noir. I mean, I don't know. It's just so pretty.
0: And it's with competent people in it. Except for I don't like Bradley Cooper. But he doesn't speak for
1: like the first half of it, though. That's my ideal. Thank
0: God. Does his face get more symmetrical? Did they like give him a facelift?
1: They give him a mustache.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the mustache is crooked? (laughs)
1: Well, no, what if, what if they took, what if they took him, leveled him, made the mustache straight, so then when he goes back, you're looking at the mustache, the mustache tricks you to thinking the rest of his eyes look straight. That honestly could work.
0: He looks at the camera dead on and he looks cockheaded the whole time.
1: Well, that's why you always have to, that's why he works in a noir, because everything's on a Dutch angle anyway. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's always it's only half lit, so you only need to see one of his face.
0: I hate Bradley Cooper. And it's not just because of his face. I also hate his acting, but his face personally offends me. <laughs> his face personally offends me. It does. really does. Did you see the new James Bond? I did not.
1: You didn't see the... Oh, damn.
0: I know. I told myself Nothing I was. there's really that
1: much to talk about, but...
0: I told myself I was, and then I listened to the Billie Eilish opening, and I was like, this is a horrible Bond film. This is not worth my money. I'm going to wait till it comes to rent. <sighs> It is a it is a worst Bond theme. You know me. I'm a music person. I love a yeah. good Bond theme. Yeah. It's a horrible theme.
1: My favorite Bond theme: Skyfall.
0: Skyfall's great. I love um, the Casino the Royale, Casino Royale, Royale one.
1: one. Yeah, I mean that's the best one. But Skyfall's it's the best Adele. Bond
0: film, and I, lo- I yeah. love that. It's just rock and roll. No because t- <laughs> no one else.
1: Sorry no uh no time to die i i apologize because i spoiled it for you and i also and and explaining that i spoiled the ending of the movie for you i accidentally spoiled it again to somebody else no like fuck i just assumed everybody knew i don't care it's bond who cares that's that's also what i thought but you were like i didn't know and i was like oh fuck did some did you actually care what didn't i know oh i guess i can say that he dies at the end oh yeah I yeah, wouldn't I was like, be shocked.
0: Daniel Tra- No, I think I said I didn't know that, but I'm not shocked. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I, well, that's what I was like. But I was like, damn. Well, it's like, hopefully they're just being nice and don't actually care.
0: They, Daniel Craig was like, either you kill me or I sue all of you for keeping me on this stupid contract that I haven't, wanna, haven't wanted to be on for 10 years.
1: I guess that's kind of, that was kind of my frustration when I saw it. The nice thing was I saw it in IMAX, which means I left that movie completely deaf But I did not miss a single frame, (laughs) Um, mostly because I was inside of it. But (laughs) I was like, like, that's kind of my issue, like knowing the context around what's going into making the movie. You could just tell Daniel Craig just doesn't want to fucking be there. Like he's like, he's waiting for that movie to end faster than I am.
0: God, That poor man. I feel so bad for him. Every shot is just like, is he going to kill himself? I'm convinced. I'm convinced he has he a handful of pills talks. in those tiny suit pockets. There's no way he doesn't. He's uh. waiting for one more person to go. And can we get another take so he can just pull out the bottle and just chug <laughs> it down? <laughs> They're like no, no, James. <laughs> We're sorry. That takes fine.
1: God. it was pretty good. Did um, he see?
0: I feel like he probably had a little bit more excitement because he knew it was his last one.
1: No, no, really, <laughs> poor man. The amount of times when he's just being like sprayed down and he's like like jogging like skips and skip walking just not giving a single fuck this poor
0: man, i feel so bad for him i feel so bad
1: i mean at least he can probably have a career outside of this he has knives he, the problem is he's gonna go right back into a different franchise with knives
0: out <laughs> he's he's such a franchisable actor yeah he has just yeah. enough charisma but is also not memorable enough and he's not american and he's not american he's ideal for franchises he's also yeah. not handsome enough yet not ugly enough yeah, He's the perfect middle ground. But yeah. um, Let's see. What else did I watch this year? Uh, oh, I watched The Unforgivable, the Sandy Bullock movie. Oh,
1: shit. How was that? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was stupid, and it felt like the blind side, but for the edgy moms. That's the what it was. The new one?
1: The new one. That's right. She's in I kept wondering what that was. You know what's so funny? I just could not wrap my head around the idea of Sandra Bullock being in a new movie. (laughs) I just assumed it was old. I just thought she gave up acting.
0: (laughs) She's okay. Real talk, she gives a really good performance. She's like, her she's, demeanor don't is very- I not think she's a terrible
1: un- actress. She's just not typically in good movies.
0: Yeah. But she gives like a very, her demeanor is unrecognizable. It doesn't seem oh, okay. like Sandra Bullock. She's very bare-boned. She. Uh, there is a moment where she does have to do some dramatic acting against, get this, against of all people, Viola Davis, the most dramatic of all actors.
1: How does, okay, okay.
0: Does she do okay? I you, know, she has- you know who wins. You know yeah. who wins well, yeah. and plummets her into the fucking ground like it's nothing. <laughs> It's Viola. It's Viola. Uh, this, I cackled when Sandy tried to go toe-to-toe with her. I was like, you think you're gonna make it out alive, you fucking idiot? <laughs> and she gives a little, like, whimper cry, and I'm just like, that's the best you got, but okay. That's all you got? The movie is not good it's not good i was very bored it wants it to be like the super twist ending where it's like oh you don't really know the whole story about somebody but oh. it's like you're also watching a white woman have this problem which i don't mean to get political uh especially as a a, a white person but like shut the fuck up <laughs> this is a movie for republican moms <laughs> and all of sandra bullock's movies are for republican mothers name a single sandra bullock movie that you can't picture a white republican mom who doesn't even have a job she has a pyramid scheme that she runs on facebook that doesn't have f- top five sandy bullock movies isn't she canadian is she even from here i think she's canadian yeah i is she the, even is the, from here is it the brown hair and high cheekbones that make republican moms love
1: her it's gotta be because she's like tina fey but like not as sloppy
0: tina fey is the other republican mom
1: Well, that's because she plays Sarah Palin on SNL. Like, she was just, she put herself in there and she knows it. So it's all good. it's
0: because Sandy did the blind side that she now cannot get out of this. Yeah. I mean, does she want that, though? I can't, that's what I can't tell. I don't don't think Sandy does. It's just she needs to fire her agent. She has to. (laughs) She (laughs) has to.
1: Sandy, you gotta listen to me. Try to fire your agent,
0: your agent is a Republican. Stop <laughs> listening to them. You're gonna end up voting for Trump in the next election. Stop it <laughs> i do I do have
1: to to cycle back to Meryl Streep as Donald Trump. he oh! was pretty fucking great. we can't we can't dismiss that from from bravo Don't Look up. like and I mean, Jonah Hill was exactly what Jonah Hill usually is in comedies, but as they Donald Trump used. They son. Were used they were used in moderation, and it was really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she was great. Did you enjoy Meryl Streep's butt? Oh, yeah. How could you I not? I thought it was great. She's got
1: a caboose.
0: <laughs> she got the a The backyard cabo- on her is nuts.
1: <laughs> they told me to quit smoking. <laughs> I didn't.
0: <laughs> and then my polls went up. <laughs> they loved her
1: realness.
0: <laughs> I did like the running gag in Don't Look Up about the uh, general that charged them for snacks. Oh my god! Scary.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh my god! What they charged us for snacks, but they're free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course, of course,
1: that's me? the Michigan people too. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not loosely based off of the Michigan people storming the Capitol. Like that has yeah. to be why they picked Lansing, <laughs> because all of you motherfuckers are crazy, and now I have to lie to people that I'm from Milwaukee. <laughs> it oh, cannot I be affiliated. I what should be like,
0: yeah, I don't live here. Yeah. I used to be- <laughs> I used to really like Michigan, but now, like, all this shit happens.
1: Oh, it's a great I- place. It's just the people are insane. The people suck. <laughs> They're so crazy. so
0: much. I love the aesthetic of Michigan. I hate the actuality Yeah, yeah. But uh how did you As like... As opposed... Sorry, what? Oh, no, no, no. As opposed to what?
1: As opposed to New York, where I hate the aesthetic and the people. <laughs> but I love <laughs> the food.
0: <laughs> how did you like... Um, so I'm not a Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I'm sorry. I, I don't think he's... Oh, fine. no, you're fine. fine. I know he's-, he's... and over the top. But um, how did you bro. like the fact that he did a Michigan voice? I mean, it it seemed Leonardo
1: DiCaprio is one of those people. I don't know if it's because he's from the East Coast, but anytime he's dipping into any accent, it just kind of starts turning into a Brooklyn accent at the end.
0: It did. It had. A and I feel bit like, of a like that happens accent.
1: so often with Midwest accents. Because yeah. we sound more like Canadians than we sound like New Yorkers, but people in yeah. California don't know the fucking difference. That's why when I was watching Shameless, Emmy Rossum has like a straight up like New England accent. And I'm like, she's from fucking Chicago. <laughs> like, she sounds like I do. <laughs> like, that's what we sound like. <laughs> um,
0: but with a much better singing voice than you.
1: Oh, yeah, obviously. And a much better everything else. You, like.
0: I was Come on, to let's nice. not
1: start the list. <laughs> let's, you should have been nice just not starting the list. <laughs> just to remind you. But um, no, no, I, I liked it a little bit. Again, I just felt like he was so much in this movie. And like he, you could just tell he was trying so hard and being. Which from it felt Michigan. a
0: weird movie to try to. You can tell Jennifer Lawrence just showed up,
1: right? She's and this like, is like the best I've ever enjoyed her. In a movie. I know
0: <laughs> she just didn't give a fuck. I how did you feel? Her Wait, hair. I
1: have to ask because my cousin would not stop complaining about this. How did you feel about her bangs?
0: I loved her bangs. <laughs> my cousin the fact hated that the them. The sides are shaved, and it just goes straight back into mullet. Oh, those <laughs> bangs! I want. I was looking up how that haircut would look. <laughs> Like, I mean, do you see Gary's little ears? Yeah. He's poking hey me. He, um, I love that hair. Is that a wig? Because it's shaved really close I on think the side. I think that's her hair.
1: But I I don't know. I'm bad at, I'm bad. Unless I see the wig move or it looks super obvious, I'm pretty bad at. It
0: had, it had to have been a wig because I've been watching her in interviews for this and she's like insanely pregnant and has very long blonde hair. So it's very clear that she Whoa, hasn't shaved or to her hair
1: in a while. to be fair... Well, I don't know. I don't know how it was with reshoots, because part of it could be a wig, because they after the accident they could have wigged her up after the accident. Because I know they had to pause production for a bit. Yeah. Um, how Bahuna, badly
0: was she blown up?
1: I don't know. I read it, and I read that it wasn't severe. And I was just like, oh well, Jennifer Lawrence just blown up. I was like, <laughs> I was just making sure it didn't hit Timothy Chalamet, because he was in the. Oh thumb my God! Mill.
0: His cheekbones would cut the debris. He'll be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I'm surprised he didn't dude, they, jump you in you've been hit and the shrapnel just slides right through one of his cheekbones like, no it, mis- it fit perfectly in the crevice
0: <laughs> through the dimples yeah the guides dimple. through. What, it's it, like, what? I was
1: smiling at the time so it just slid right by <laughs> that's
0: the conspiracy he stood in front of the blast and trajected it towards Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> with his cheekbones
1: it's like a little shoot for shrapnel <laughs> a little shrapnel shoot
0: I love that I love this idea
1: uh, oh, you know what? I'm looking at the list because now I'm like looking at the movies at the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, spoilers, D. Revan Hansen is, is pretty far down there and I can't believe I actually sat through it. Um, but the movie that started this entire podcast, In the Heights, our technical, oh, our technical more- first episode...
0: The review that we never did, yes, when we first started this, our first movie was War of the Worlds, and we blazed through that really quick because we were both nervous and talking to Miles. minute. Well, we it, forgot like- we forgot to talk about Tim Robbins. We oh, forgot yeah, we the forget- entire
1: last act of the movie and we had we to for- go back and refill it. So now we were- full circle time full circle time. The reason we didn't finish War of the Worlds is because we were gonna do War of the Worlds and in, in the Heights <laughs> <laughs> for our very first episode. We and that was gonna very be an abomination. <laughs>
0: It was really bad. We started talking about In the Heights, and it just became a mess, Um, and we cut it all together. But overall, In the Heights came out this year, didn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. At the very very beginning, I think, or during the summer.
0: I love that, because I actually just rewatched it, and I had way less of a bad time. What? Okay,
1: first off... Why did you rewatch it? <laughs> I, I
0: was having a musical night, uh, which I have to get to my other film as well um, about musicals because I watch I watch quite a few musicals this year, um, but uh, I rewatched *In the Heights* just because why not? Uh, I had less of a bad time. I was able to see what you were saying that it is a very beautiful film. It looks it gorgeous. Um, I still hate all the characters. Um, understandable and the the cuban grandma still is the best number i don't care she is the best number in the whole movie the songs in the movie aren't
1: bad it's just
0: i mean i guess
1: that's maybe my problem with musicals like me trying to be somebody who's not into theater or into musicals like naturally like i like the ones that i like like the west side story and i like phantom of the opera and anything in those veins i'll go with but like me trying to branch out and find new stuff i'm always like. This is really stupid, what's this about? But, I mean, if you think about West Side Story, this is really stupid, what's this about? You know what I mean?
0: If you don't grow up with musicals, finding new musicals... I I truly believe that half of the love of musicals is nostalgia. That's why you don't hear about new musicals, people are still talking about Andrew Lloyd Webber. Because (laughs) they're just stuck in that nostalgia. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, In the Heights, I didn't like it, but I was less angry. Fair. It's
1: just, I just... Real, i now realize that it's impossible to make a musical under two hours and if we could just figure out how to do that i feel like more people would want to see them yep and more people would. i, I for one would sit through them i wouldn't get up and leave an hour through or take a nap
0: <laughs> um so on to my next movie uh that i watched uh tick tick boom
1: oh yeah i haven't seen this yet how is it? i heard it's good
0: it's, it's really good. It's really good if you can get over the fact that it is a musical, but the nice thing that they do is apparently the deal with this musical is it's actually supposed to be like one big, like kind of rock opera with like monologues in it. Like that's how this original thing is pitched. And what they did then is they then took what um, Jonathan Lars was talking about in his little like one man show and made scenes around what he was talking about. Oh, cool. So it's it's less of people standing up and singing in the middle. I mean, they do do that, but it's very clear it's more of a reminiscent thing.
1: Gotcha. That's kind of cool. That's a re- really nice way to separate singing and, yes. and non-singing parts in a movie musical. And
0: I'll be damned if I haven't been singing two songs on repeat in my apartment. I feel so bad for my poor neighbors because <laughs> I am singing at the top of my lungs, thirty ninety and therapy constantly. Damn. Um Literally while I'm working. Um, it's very good. Andrew Garfield, the fact that th- that man had no clue how to sing and learn how to do it in a year. And the stuff he does vocally is quite, I wouldn't say it's expert level, but it's much better than I expected him to ever be able to pull off. Nice. Uh, Vanessa Hutchins is great. Apparently people are giving her shit. She's in um, that movie. makes yeah, sense. Yeah, she's she's really good. Um, overall, it's a really it's a really good movie. Um, I don't find it, It's it's relatable, but not relatable at the same time um And just so you know, this Jonathan Larson is the person that wrote Rent, and this is much better than Rent. <laughs> Rent is a horrible musical, and this is fantastic.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough.
0: Watch Tick Tick Boom. It's good.
1: I'm I'm going to. It's on the list. Um, I can't believe I watched Evan Hansen before that. I
0: thought about watching it. But it's
1: not good. I mean, obviously. <laughs> it's one of those it was definitely one of those movies my roommate and i looked at each other and we were both like i can't watch this movie alone <laughs> so what's it about oh it's about this kid who has depress or has anxiety and he like has this like therapy the club yeah he has this there played by 29 year old ben platt <laughs> the fucking high school sophomore <laughs> oh my god um who like writes letters to himself like as a therapy thing that his therapist tells him to do and like this really depressed kid I guess that nobody knows he's depressed finds one of the letters and takes it and then kills himself and then Amy Adams is his mom and thinks that his Not her, Amy she Adams. finds it is Amy Adams it, she finds her, when her son kills himself she finds the letter that Evan wrote to himself that's why it's called Dear Evan Hansen because he writes it Dear Evan Hansen and then talks to himself. But she thinks that that's a letter from her dead son to Evan Hansen. And then it's like just this big bamboozle about how he kind of manipulates this family because he wants to fuck their daughter. <laughs> and I think it's supposed to be heartwarming, but it's not.
0: <laughs> I watched a movie like that with Robin Williams Oh, about his son that commits suicide. It's a very grotesque, like, it's not a good movie. And what a waste of Robin Williams. But most of Robin Williams films are like that. True. Um, shit, what was it? Ugh. I'm not gonna be able to find it fast enough. But there, there is a movie where Robin Williams' uh, son commits suicide, and oh, it's the world's um, best
1: dad or world greatest dad in the world or something. World's, like greatest, that. Dad, yes. yeah, the world's and, greatest dad, yes.
0: Uh, and he covers it up by writing a fake suicide note and uh, trying to make it seem like his son did not die of autoerotic asphyx- asphyxiation. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah.